life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Let me give you the background for this episode. Back in the early days of Sensei Hoover teaching karate, he had a student by the name of Aaron Sarone. Aaron is now Coach Aaron Sarone and has his own martial arts gym in the Midwest United States. It turns out that Aaron and I must have crossed paths because I too began training with Sensei Hoover in the mid-80s. So I was there at that same time. We must have trained together, but we were so young at the time that we just don't remember each other. Anyhow, through social media, I discovered Aaron, seeing that he mentioned that he used to train with Sensei Tim Hoover. So I asked Tim if he remembered Aaron. Tim said, of course I do. I told Tim about Aaron's school and all the good stuff that he's got going on. We both agreed it would be great to have him on our podcast. So I messaged Aaron, set up the recording time. Now this is the first time Aaron and Tim have spoken to each other in decades. Here's the conversation. This is Aaron. Hey Aaron, Sensei Hoover. Holy smokes, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm great, man. <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm so glad that we can uh, we can do this. This is just, um, I'm so excited about it. I know Steve is too. Thanks for doing this. Aaron, how are you? This is Steve Mittman. Nice to meet you. Steve, how are you, man? My pleasure. So, Aaron, if it's okay with you, I'd like to share a blog post from your uh, website. And for uh-huh. those listening, Aaron's website is midamericanmartialarts.com. That's his school, Mid American Martial Arts, in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, correct? Correct, yep. So, one of the blog posts is titled The Selfs, and I'm just going to read it as is. Growing up in Pennsylvania, I started martial arts in the sixth grade at a small karate school in the Lehigh Valley called American Karate Studio. The owner and head instructor was Sensei Tim Hoover, a demanding teacher who emphasized mental and physical fitness above all. One of his mantras was the selfs. With regularity, Sensei Hoover would lead the class in calisthenics while leading chants along the way in call-and-repeat fashion, sort of like Jody's for all my military friends. The selfs were a staple. To this day, I can vividly remember the room and his voice calling out and the complete exhaustion. It was very reminiscent of the Cobra Kai dojo from the Karate Kid. Hokey? (laughs) Perhaps by today's standards, effective? To an impressionable 12-year-old kid, absolutely, and I am very happy for it. I am of the opinion the world, especially kids, could use a little more discipline and structure. I mean, there's so much we can dive into regarding that. We talk often about the selves here on Attack Life, Not Others, but we've also been talking about Cobra Kai because it's a hot thing right now. The TV series, have, have you been watching it? It is, and I uh, I actually binge watched it uh, a few weeks ago because I hadn't watched it, and I actually had a bunch of my students tell me how good it was, and I finally uh, dove into it, and it is really good. It is right. And I want to clarify before we get too far. When I, when I made that Cobra Kai reference, it was in, by no manner none of the negative aspects of that. No, so we know that. Really, just the rank and file and the discipline of it all. No, that's okay. You know, yesterday was uh, we just <laughs> uh, we just celebrated, um, you know, a little bit of Halloween, uh, a hayride for the kids. A lot of it was for the kids, and I have a grandson now. Can you believe that? Anyway, everybody dress up. So my daughter Nicole, who's really into the show, says, "Dad, you got to dress up as Crease, man. You got to wear get a black key with a <laughs> sleeveless shirt." And she even went out and got me a tattoo. Aaron, he had the tattoo and everything, the <laughs> Cobra Kai logo on his shoulder, on awesome. his arm. Yeah, so it's it's good. You know, I, I I just think it's important. It is. I mean, yes, very disciplined, uh, very structured. But you know, the thing about it is, is when you love what you do and you find your purpose in life. 
You're driven. I mean, when I go into a dojo, I, I'm on, it's just something takes over and you say the things that need to be said and not in a nasty way, but it's just that you're building, you're building yourself as well as your students. And there's that push, that difference between that line between failure and success. And so many people give up without trying. And, and sometimes if they just push a little harder, they'll get there. And that was always the thing for me, you know, just run a little longer, do one more push up, push a little harder. And it kind of prepares you for life. Because let's face it, life's not fair. And, um, and no, I understand. Actually, my, uh, my daughter said to me, um, one of her friends called her and said, hey, have you been watching this Cobra Kai series? I have a question for you. What's your father like? And she said, well, he used to be like Kreese and, and Johnny came from that school. But then now he's more like Danielson and Mr. Miyagi, but a little bit of both. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Aaron, if you were still around here in PA, you would be shocked. These days, Tim Sensei Hoover, all he does is talk about love. That's all he talks <laughs> about is love. <laughs> well, you know, we had a connection with the SEALs for the longest time. We used to do events for these guys, raise money, and we used to do a, a mini try out here and stuff like that. And we really got connected with these guys. And I remember one of my, uh, do you remember Sensei Steve, Big Steve? You remember Big Steve? You remember Steve Little Steve? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, in fact, um, to, to put it in perspective, his son, or he was little Steve at the time, literally little Steve. And uh, and then um, I clearly remember when, when he got his black belt. And in fact, uh, to tell a little story, uh, I remember, vividly remember sitting in the dojo when George, Beth, Steve Bear, and Gary did their black belt test. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe it was Gary had he had a bad knee. He had to stop halfway through because his knee was bad. Yeah, and then uh, it was sometime after that. I believe little Stevie was was the next black belt to get promoted. So you want to get freaked out, Aaron? I was just with Bess a couple weeks ago, and uh, I actually saw pictures of that. And I'll have to get some of them. I'll have to scan them to you and get them to you. You'll appreciate that, I'm sure. Yeah, I was there, and Bess was actually my very first lesson I ever had. Yeah, and she was she was good. She's still around, and you know, Big Steve and and uh, and Little Steve. Little Steve became my uh, my son-in-law. He married Nicole, and so we've got one big martial arts family here, and they're all teaching for me. Big Steve is awesome. Little Steve, you should see him move and strike and and teach. It's just it's just he just does such a great job. But um, before I get off track of the, the story here, Big Steve got a uh, had a pretty bad injury, and I won't get into it. But when he was recovering, we had this get together in the dojo and friends came in and one of the seal guys came in which was a friend of his and he, and he stood up in front of everybody and gave him a gift and he said you know you guys got the same thing that we have it's all about love man you care about each other and it's the truth that's why i say that you get to a point when you spend 30 35 years with somebody um i mean besides your wife but when you spend that much time with several people that have gone through the days with me of continuous training like big steve like little steve and they've stuck with me you know, that's a long-term relationship. You care about each other. You do. And you'll do anything for each other. And um, that's the dojo principle is, is, is really all comes together as one. The respect, the discipline, the awareness, and you, and you cover each other. And that's really what it's all about. But you still train hard. And when you're fighting, you're fighting, you know. Uh, but you have that respect for each other that goes a long way. You know, one of the things that myself and my coaches talk about a lot and I emphasize is that people come in the door for various reasons. You know, we need to remember that not everybody starts the martial arts for the same reasons that we did. You know, everybody's in there for different reasons and we need to be cognizant of that. But at the end of the day, it's all about the community and then everybody's there just supporting each other for whatever reason you're in there. And nobody's more right or wrong for being in there than anybody else. But at the end of the day, everybody's looking for that place where they can go 
what I always say, put the world away for a little while and work on themselves. Yeah. And then and then find a place where there's other people doing that and supporting each other and then helping each other. You know, one of our models is good people doing great things together. Yeah. I like that a lot. So, so Aaron, anyway, we've been talking about Cobra Kai on the podcast the last few weeks because as hokey as the show is, but again, it's intended to be, there's a lot of really cool life lessons that can be pulled from the show itself. That's the case whether you're a martial artist or, or not. You don't need to be into martial arts to appreciate the life lessons and even some of the uh, just some of the neat things that they're doing on the show. And what I love about it is it's multi-generational. The kids are super impressive. It's also very nostalgic for anybody that remembers the Karate Kid from the 80s. Going back to what you said, they got a perfect balance of when it needs to be cheesy, it's cheesy. And there's moments of, of really good seriousness and everything in between. So I, I've enjoyed it, you know, and I think it, it draws a good parallel to all the everything that went down in the 80s as far as the original movies and then making it relevant to today mm-hmm. and today's society as well. And, and just the life cycle, um, the ebb and flow of life as a martial artist, you have highs and you have lows, and, and we're all going to be on both ends of those spectrums at some point or another and, and just battling through that, you know, just finding ways to make it through. And then what I enjoy is the learning curve that you see where, you know, Johnny, the character, the Cobra Kai, understands the error of his ways and is trying to correct that and, and make amends for it as well. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. You know, a lot of people in the beginning didn't like Johnny. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's Johnny's fan because they all feel his struggle is within themselves. The same thing we all go through. I question for you. Um, we'd like to do a couple of these with you. Because there's so much stuff to talk about, and we actually air this locally on a, um, a radio station, picks it up, but they, they make us keep it in with a, a time sequence. I think we can't go over 12 minutes or something like that. Stephen knows more about that than I do. But would it be all right with you if, if we do maybe two or three episodes with you over the next, uh, like, say, one a month? Would you be cool with that? Oh, I absolutely would love to, man. It'd be my pleasure. I am excited about talking about your life, the martial arts journey that you've taken. For me, it's what makes the teaching and the martial arts and the professional what we do so important because you get to see the seeds you planted, I guess, and um, how you've taken off with it, done your own thing, and um, it's just a wonderful story. So I think what's interesting about this episode, was it hugely profound? Is there any major takeaway? Maybe yes, maybe no, I don't know. But I think what's cool about it is it's another testament to what we always talk about here on Attack Life, Not Others, is that it might be martial arts for you, but it doesn't have to be. It could be dance, it could be yoga, it could be chess, it could be crocheting. But Aaron is a testament to somebody that you know, trained way back when with Sensei Hoover and then went on, moved on, ha- you know, has his own life, states away, thousands of miles away. But certain things have stuck with him because it made an impression and those certain things because he's so passionate about it and he found his purpose in life. He's able to now share that and pass that on to others. So I think that's a major takeaway from this and sort of just, uh, again, a testament to what we often talk about. If you've got to find that passion all of us have to find our own unique passion, no matter what it may be, so that we're happier ourselves and that we can attack life and not others. If you're not happy, how can you begin to get along with others? Steve, I just want to say this major takeaways for me is that in life, people think that you might get the attaboys and, and the thank yous and being in the profession I'm in, maybe, maybe not. But a lot of us wait till somebody's funeral to stand up and yeah. say all the great things 
about somebody until they're gone, until they can't hear you or see you. Every now and then, you get a tap in the back from somebody you don't expect to hear from that says some really good things that makes me realize that my choices in life, some, you know, maybe good, some bad. But the good thing I did was to start this school that, you know, Aaron, after all these years, can give me a jingle, be on this podcast, and now doing this podcast with you is a huge gift and a blessing. And I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart from both of you. Thank you. On those lines, there's a, a guy by the name of Martin Rooney, who's a, a big-time trainer, and he created a, a program called Training for Warriors, training you know, the MMA fighters. Now he's created a system just for people to get healthy and fit. And his big thing is coaching. And one of his mantras is, you know, to tell just people something simple as I'm proud of you. And, and a lot of people don't hear that enough. And that's one thing that uh, I've made it a point so along your lines, Sensei Hoover, um, you know, you give people a pat on the back or just tell people you appreciate them. You know, I made it a point to tell my students, hey, I'm proud of you. You did good today. And a lot of times it's just a couple words like that, you know, will get someone to push themselves, get someone to look at, hey, it's just one bad day. The sun comes up tomorrow. Uh, I'm in here making myself better. There's somebody out there that's proud of me of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll end it on that. Thank you for your words of wisdom. It was absolutely 100% my pleasure. And, and I can't say enough just the impression you left on me, you know, growing up uh, in Lehigh Valley at a time where there were so many other things a kid could do to get in trouble and to stay in trouble. And then just to have that, that structure and that discipline um, is it, something I've carried with me that held me through the military, held me through... Uh, my own life and now my students keeping them in check and keeping them on the right path you know towards their goals and success well thank you again Aaron I appreciate it thank you for listening to Attack Life Not Others subscribe to our podcast and for more on our way of life through the martial arts go to hoovercarate.com this has been a Steve Mittman social media creation Creation. Creation. Steve Mittman social media dot com dot com